0: You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are right now in the fourth installment of our series and our goal in this series is to have a greater understanding of Christ's supremacy and the salvation that He provides and there is no one who can uh, provide whatever Christ has provided. How many of you here are convinced with that? That we don't have to follow certain traditions and beliefs and ideas in order for us to really uh, compensate uh, the limitations of Christ. Because Christ is more than enough. In fact, Jesus plus nothing. Say the word nothing. nothing. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. That when you have Christ, you have everything. That you don't need your traditions and growing up in uh, a religious uh, environment and culture. That I was asked by my grandmother if indeed uh, I have uh, a relationship with God. And I said yes to her. But she would always remind me to carry these uh, amulets around my waist. Uh, and I don't understand that because if Christ can provide protection, why do I have to adhere to other things? And I realized that indeed, uh, my understanding of the gospel has caused me to give my all to Christ because He has given His all. And in fact, it is a what a similar story of what Apostle Paul wrote when he was in prison in Rome. When he was writing a letter, not just to the church in Colossae or Colossae, okay? And the church in Ephesus, okay, the letter that uh, Paul wrote was uh, really uh, a reminder for those church in Colossae or Colossae that they need to be cautious of the things that they entertain because there's no other uh, way than Christ and Christ and He is all in all. This is why our series... Uh, really was entitled all and nothing because there is nothing uh, really that you need in life than Christ himself. Because in this culture, people are subscribing to the gospel. They love God. They want to follow God. But they are, uh, really are still, should I say, succumb to their traditions. That they still worship angels in other belief systems. And they just can't run away from their traditions. So what they did is that they accommodated Christ and added... Uh, what they're familiar of growing up, and a lot of us here probably your mentality of uh, really having Christ in your life is that uh, as uh, as long as I'm okay as a follower of Christ and reading my Bible, and uh, there's nothing wrong uh, with accommodating a a a what a cat, okay, moving his hands to and fro, uh, and, and that can probably bring me good luck. I have nothing against it if that's part uh, of of really. In your background—I'm not taking it against you—but at the end of the day, there is nothing, okay, that we can derive security and hope from than the Christ who died for our sins. And this is why, when we do understand the gospel, that God is asking our all because Christ has given us all. You will be surprised that the way you what you live your life, okay, is influenced by what you believe. Your living is always influenced by your believing, and this is why the more you understand the gospel and the very heart of it, the more that you can live the gospel in your daily living. This is why I'm fully convinced that at the end of the day, people like us, just like me, we overlook at times the supremacy of God. If He is He really the uh, the, the center of my life is he really supreme? Is he my all in all? Is he really sovereign? How many of you here can relate with me? There are times, even though we're coming to church, that we overlook really the supremacy of God. Is he really the God that can be trusted? How many of you can relate with me? Oh, tatlo lang naman ng buhay, okay? Okay, I feel right now rejected by all of you, okay? I'm just kidding. And then there's a tendency for us to trust in our ways. And all of us are guilty that indeed we confess and we profess that Christ is supreme. But when the going gets stuff, we what? We make decisions according to what we think is right. Am I correct? Yes, right? And, and that's uh, something that really in fact has reminded me roughly about a month ago when I approached my wife. Okay? I, I'm glad she's not here. When I approached her, Okay, I'm kidding. And I asked her for something. And uh, I know where she's coming from, but because I'm a bit stubborn, I did really demand it from her to buy me something, okay? And she said, no. I do understand, okay? Because it's not part of our budget. She's not against or she's not against with what I want. But what really changed my perspective was when she mentioned that what you're going through, and the things that you want to buy, and the longings that you have are temporary. Because in the coming days, we will have our salary. Okay? Does it rhyme? <laughs> and my perspective changed when I realize that when you do understand that the very situation you're in is temporary, and tomorrow is another day, another hope, another life. Another adventure. That everything that we go through is momentary. And in the same manner, when you are a Christian, and you're a follower of God, and you have a relationship with the Lord, what you're going through is temporary. Do you understand? There is tomorrow for all of us. And if you have a relationship with God, The things might not go your way? And when the going gets tough? The tough? No. Goes to God. Because again, the reason why you can call on God. Because Lord, I can't handle my situation. I know you're in control. I might not understand what I'm going through. But tomorrow is another day. Because if you're a follower of Christ, your life on earth is not your definition. Your life is never... Bound with the day that you were born and the day that you will die. It goes beyond that. In fact, if you're a follower, when you die, it is not the end. It is the beginning. We have hope. Come on now. I'm not saying that you need to be excited and you need to wish and desire and pray that you will die tomorrow. Because it is glorious to die. But I'm telling you right now, we will not run out of hope. That's what my wife... Okay. Has advised me that everything here is temporary our salary is coming and I'm telling you, right now, I'm not against what you want to buy but my perspective changed when she told me this is temporary and this is why I want to just show you with the recently concluded Rio Olympics how many of you here have seen the Olympics I have a friend okay who who competed in in, in this event and he is a world champion he has gained 22 gold medals This friend of mine is Michael Phelps. What's wrong? Can't you see the resemblance in it? And and this was something that really caught my attention when he said, When I feel tired, I just think about how great I I will feel once I finally reach my goal. And for some of us here, we overlook and we miss really that at times we're living our lives routinarily that we don't think of heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a relationship with God, though things might not go your way, there is a better life out there. For all of us. This is why every time I'm down and out, I'm reminded of my friend. It wasn't really easy to be an Olympian just like us. I'm not, by the way. But I realized that our hope, our motivation is always influenced with how we see the future. Our today is influenced by how we see tomorrow. And I was reminded of what uh, Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 2, verse 20, And this was our topic about a week ago that he said that with the death of Christ came our resurrection with him. Christ died and we died. Christ resurrected from the grave and we resurrected from the grave. And there's more. The promise is that we will appear in glory with him. So when you die, it's not the end. In fact, for people like us, when somebody approaches us and a a brother of yours, a, a sister of yours who's a follower of Christ, would die? Or will die? And people would approach you and tell you, I'm sorry for your, for your what? For your loss. Just to correct. Okay, and I know what people is trying to convey when you have been found in Christ you're not lost you did not lose the person do you understand there's nothing to be sorry when you know where the person is going because everybody listen to this everybody lives forever somewhere so in this life you have a choice do you want to go to heaven or go to the other side it's your call and 23 years ago I made a decision to follow Christ it wasn't easy because I was hooked in a lot of vices but when I made it, the decision it was not according to my strength that I died to my sin and resurrected with Christ it was because of the grace of God this is why as a follower of Christ more than just coming to church attending our victory groups and being part of our gathering every Sunday that our lives here is just a dress rehearsal. Do you understand this? The great performance will happen in heaven. This is why I like this message, because Paul has exhorted the church in Colossae that more than just whatever you are into, that I want you to look forward, look beyond your situation. So I want to read right here in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1-4. to And if you don't have a Bible, just, just bow your heads and meditate God's Word. Let me read. Verse 1. If then you have been raised with? Seek the things that are above where? Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on. For you have died and your life is hidden with? In God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory. And if you do understand that everything is temporary that the day will come that you will appear in glory. Now I want you right now, to imagine right now all of your frustrations that you're, you're gaining weight and you don't look good, your nose is big. Look at the person on your left. Okay? Tell the person, someday you will not recognize me. I will be in my glorious body that you will not recognize me. Because that day I will be beautiful. And now, wait. <laughs> God is at work. And we might laugh at this, but at the end of the day, that is something that I look forward to. Now, how many of you here, growing up, you're frustrated that that you don't look good? Anybody here? Anybody? Please admit it. The truth will set you free. Good. I mean, at times I. <laughs> Uh, I would go Lord, but why are you laughing? I mean, some mama, bro. Just kidding. And we compare ourselves with other people, but the day will come. I'm telling you right now, you will be surprised of how you will look. Even you, you will be surprised. <laughs> and then you'll be surprised because, again, we will appear in glory, but more than just a glorified body. Paul expressed in Colossians chapter 3 b- verse 1, it says right here, if then you've been raised with Christ. What's it saying? Since because you've been raised with Christ, this is how you should live your life. Do you understand what Paul is, is trying to convey? Let me bring it to you further. If you eat too much, you will and again, friends. samanyo. <laughs> <laughs> If you eat too much, if you're not right, you are wrong. Paul is simply saying, if then you have been raised with Christ, this is how you should think. But before we dive into the heart of that, remember that we were what taken from the dominion of darkness. Paul was simply saying in Romans chapter six, verse eleven, in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God. That you were rescued from the dominion of darkness. From to for, you were not rescued by God because. It was part of his hobby. You came from the dominion of darkness because there's a purpose for your life. From to for. A lot of us here has been rescued from, but you don't know you're for. So if you're telling me right now, I'm not really equipped, pastor. I don't think God can use me. I don't think God can maximize me. I don't think my husband, I don't think he's, he can be used by God. But I'm telling you right now, The mere fact that God has rescued you, there is a plan. God wants you to understand that from, He is what? He is simply conveying and telling us for something. We died with Christ to our old ways and have been raised with Christ to His new ways. So you're not just turning away from sin, you're turning to God. And if this is probably your first time, you've been coming for the past few weeks, and some of you here can relate with me that after you're done with sin... And you don't understand that living your old life means turning to your new life. What, what usually happens? You return to your old life. Because it is only in Christ that we are set free from what? A life of sin and death. That's our topic last week. That when we, God moved us from the dominion of darkness, He brought us to the, what, the kingdom of, his son, of the Son He loves. So in Christ we have a new possession. We have a new status. Are you listening? Yes. Though you're you're you don't have a glorified body now, your status is in Christ is changed. You're different. Ibaka There's the person in your left. May nagbago ba? <laughs> Meron in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> This is why the Word of God states in Romans 12, verse 2, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Because you have a new status. What are you doing? Why are you returning to your former old boarding life? Because you have a new status. Thus, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because the greatest tool of the enemy is to tell you, Don't think of of tomorrow. Don't think of heaven. Don't think of the future. Don't think of eternity. Be consumed of now, I have nothing against your money, nothing against your career, nothing against what you want to do with your life. But a day will come, all of us will die. Please don't look at me. All of us. <laughs> Ikaw ngayon, <bukas> ako. <laughs> How many of you here are convinced? First and foremost, all of us will die. Yes. Okay? Walang, 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 walang dito, di ba? That we have. Okay, the rest of the century to live. All of us will die. Okay, good. Some of us will die next year. (laughs) Come on now. Honestly, right? But if you think that life is that the day that you were born, the day that you die, you'll be depressed tonight. But if I die, I don't care. I have eternity for myself. Do you understand the hope that we have in Christ Jesus? That we give Him the glory? And that is what the world, that is what the world is telling us. Enjoy the world, enjoy the money, enjoy your career. Be caught up with not having a husband or a wife. For some of you single people, that has been your life. Your life has been revolving around finding the right one. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're up to. How many married people in this house? Married if you're married. Ask them if it's okay. It's up to you. Because the greatest or a great marriage is the closest thing to heaven. A bad marriage is the closest thing to hell. Yeah. So that's not what will give you the affirmation, the security at the end of the day. But we do understand that Lord, even though the things that I'm praying for, believing for, desiring and longing for, will not be provided in my lifetime. Okay lang. In fact, that has, okay lang has, okay, has two definitions. One is that you just don't want people to invade your life. So you're coming up with okay lang or you're, you're, you're so secured that when things are not provided, okay lang. This is just a pit stop. A temporary assignment. I'm here for a vacation. That's my life after this life. Do you understand? This is why the world has deceived and influenced us to love the world. This is why a lot of us, we have idolized the things that we have, the things that we own, the money that we have, the career that, that we have, and the things that we possess. But I'm telling you right now, The more that you're caught up with it, the more that you miss the life after this. Because you're so focused. I have nothing against these things. I have a car and I want another one. Lord, give me a big salary, another salary. Lord, give me a wife, another wife. It's not why? Because you don't see eternity. But when you see eternity, everything that you have here is use, utilize for eternity. So when you have money and possessions, you're using this to bring as many people to eternity. Do you understand this? So what we have is something that we can use for our or at our for our advantage to bring as many people into the kingdom of God. So my question with you right now. Are we alive to the things we should be dead to, or are we dead to the things we should be alive to? I'm giving you five seconds. English though. <laughs> at the end of the day, okay. Well, some of you are taking. Okay, are you alive for, for the things that you should be dead to? How many of you here? Honestly, you don't have to raise your hand. You're so caught up with this world and what you have and, and what you possess that, that the, the opinion of other people, their opinions, and people's opinion, matter most of the time. You've been, you've been receiving praises from people left and right, and somebody made a comment, antabamo," it's ruined your life for about a year. Now, there are people that are harsh if these things matter you don't see eternity. If you're here right now, you're, you're, you're caught up with a lot of things. You want to possess a lot of things and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have things, these things will have you. But you don't see eternity. Some of us are just alive because of the pleasures that life can offer. Some of us here, we exist to be popular because we're fighting for approval. Ladies and gentlemen, the day will come as you hang on, the greatest approval is that when we die. You'll have the greatest pleasure, the greatest approval, the greatest opinion. In fact, not just an opinion, but God's validation. Some of you here, you're living because of what you did in the past, your past sin. And because of of the things that you did in the past, it's haunting you right now and you're living every single day trying to fix the, the past. But I'm telling you, you can fix the past only in Christ Jesus that your past is erased. Because in Christ Jesus, He is more concerned of your future than your past. It is the devil who's more concerned of your past. And somebody has mentioned, if the devil reminds you of your past, remind the devil of Christ's future for you. Praise God. So if your life is in Christ, it is inherent instinctive that you what? You seek the things that are above. That you don't just promise yourself, next week I will think of the things above. Honey, can you remind me to think of the things above? It is instinctive. If then you do understand, that you die with Christ, resurrected uh, with Christ, and someday you will appear in glory? That you're alive in Christ? That you're dead to sin? That He has taken you from the dominion of darkness and transferred you to the kingdom of the Son that He loves? You think of the things above. Why? Because this is not your hometown. This is temporary. How many of you here are listening to this message, but you're, you're beginning to prepare what, what, what you will eat for dinner? Come on, let's be honest. And you, you, you will go home and, and be with your family and enjoy every moment moment of the day until tomorrow. Nobody will approach me. I'm highly convinced after the service, pastor. This is just my pit stop, and I wanna can can I sleep in this church? Nobody. This is just a venue for a season. You go back home and enjoy your family. Do you have the perspective? Because you will go back home. The word of God says, and we will talk further, that you are a citizen of heaven. So therefore, you seek the things that are above where Christ is. And because of our new position, that we died resurrected and would be with Him in glory, it is natural of us to think above and not be consumed with what we have. It says right here, Christ is seated at the right hand of God. So if you've been resurrected with Christ, Christ is seated at the right hand of? Therefore, you are also seated with Christ in the right hand of God. So I hope you understand your position. You're not just somebody who's enjoying Christianity. You're seated with Christ. And the right hand of God means His power and authority. So therefore, while you're alive, even though you're living in this planet depraved and full of sin, ladies and gentlemen, you have authority. It's just right here that Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to my wife. No! My husband, no! My boss, our pastor. The authority was given to us, to Jesus. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. When Christ told them to go and make disciples, He told them to do this based on His authority. Do you understand? Because left to your own devices, you don't have... You don't have nada, no authority. Do you understand? But because you were what? You, you died with Christ, resurrected with Him, raised uh, someday, and you will be raised in glory, and seated with Christ. You what? You're enjoying that authority. If you remove Christ, will you still have authority? No. Therefore, Christ is the main attraction of all and everything that we're doing. Therefore, our new position that we are seated with Christ, hidden in Christ, resurrected in Christ, comes great, okay, comes with what? Comes with great power. And of course... The Word of God God states that it comes with what? With great responsibility. Amen? No, that's not in the Bible. That's (laughs) Spider-Man. Do we have special authority? No. So therefore, the reason why when we cast the evil spirit from someone's body, we do it in Jesus' name. Saying the name of Christ is not a magic word. The one you use. Okay? Okay. The demons flee. That when you eat your meal, you you say, "Lord, thank you for my meal in Jesus," because there's power and authority in that name. When you pray for what for 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 your brother, your sister, your son, your daughter, you don't go to pastor. Can you pray for? Because you're a pastor, your prayers are power. No, 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 no. That's just my job. I'm a child of God, so you can pray for your family members. You have power and authority because you are seated with Christ. So, if you want, we want to have the right mindset. We must focus on your new identity, your new possession, your resurrected possession. And when somebody's resurrected, he's alive, right? You know why? When, when a dead person, you, when you talk to a dead person, the answer is always what? Yes, right? Pastor, dead person, yeah, but silence means, yes. yeah. So, it doesn't have what it takes to resist. But because you're alive in Christ, you can say no to sin. And because of your new position, that you have a new status and you have the power because of the authority That you have in Christ, the things that you prioritize and you value changes. So with a new position, new priorities follow. And because of your new position, you died, resurrected, and be here and be with Christ in glory. Now you have new priorities, and it says right here that you set your minds on things that are above. None of the things that are on earth. Because now, this is not your priority. Because you, you, you have seen and you have, you have really witnessed up close in person that your life doesn't end when you die. There's more. You're familiar with window shopping? Wait, there's more. <laughs> now, when it comes to our, our, our destiny in eternity, that more than what we prioritize today, you're thinking of above because this is not your life. You don't invest so much here. We will only last the next an hour or 30 minutes or the next 30 minutes, you're, we're done here. So nobody in his right mind will bring a table here, right? Set up your, your tent here. Nobody. It's temporary. A lot of us here are like that. That we so love the world. I'm glad that you have a great house, but you, I'm, I'm telling you, you can't bring that to heaven. I'm glad that you have a nice car, but I hope you don't understand, yes, I'm driving this car, but eventually I will lose this. But a lot of us are so caught up with what we have and what, 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 what we own. You know, one of the tests when you're so caught up and you're idolized your possessions is that you're not willing to give it away. Or you can't just allow anyone to borrow it. Or your life revolves around your possession. And you will not use your car because it's raining. i i because it's raining. Sayang "Naman, they're they're so in love with their possession that they would stare at it. Ganda ng The answer, no, because you're so caught up with it. But when you see things the way Christ sees things." That Christ doesn't only see our lifetime, He sees beyond our lifetime. That when we take the perspective of God, we will be surprised that our priorities change. How many parents are in this room? Ma Magulang. Magulang at Magulang. Anybody here? (laughs) Anybody? Parents? How many of you here can, can testify and honestly affirm what I'm about to say? That when you're a parent, slowly the first year, two years, three years, your your priorities usually change and, and, and you don't care for yourself. Most of the time you care for your kids. I just love my kids. They're 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 beautiful. They look like their mom. <laughs> I I like them, but the day I I, I the, the day that, that I, I found out that I'm a father, my priorities change. Then I need to look good. I would look at myself in the mirror <laughs> Yeah. I would I would look for Grosby, you're familiar with those KP, Mighty Kid, you're familiar with those brands. Okay, the brands of my father. And I would always look after myself. But when you're you're a parent, your 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 priorities change, you look after your kids. Because this is not just about you. Ladies and gentlemen, living this life is not about you or the things that you own. Living this life has a lot to do with you looking to the future. That this is just a temporary assignment. You will have your place in heaven. You will have your place in eternity. Amen. So my question with you right now, do you wake up thinking, what do I have to do today? Or do you wake up, how can I minister? How can I pray? How can I, how can I be a blessing to people? Do you wake up opening Facebook? Where <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you start your day opening Facebook or Facebook? You're opening the Bible because, man, I'm excited what heaven is like. Some of you here, uh, you, you have a different perspective of what heaven is. You're excited to go to heaven because of the streets of gold yes there is in the book of Revelation. do you understand but that's common in heaven because that's that's nothing you know what excites me of heaven christ christ i mean for years i want to see him up close and personal and some of you here probably if christ will show himself to you tonight you'll be you'll be you'll go crazy You will go crazy. But I'm telling you right now, this is my hope. And if you're excited, as God's children, tonight, I'll be on my way back home. I'm excited to see my kids. And I hope you do understand that more than the life that we have here, there is a place for all of us. Therefore, when you look beyond your life, Everything that you do is beyond this life. Now, think right now for a second. What are the things that you do that will matter for eternity? Max Factor. I'm not against it, okay? I don't know. That's the only brand I'm familiar with at times, okay? Because usually I use it. <laughs> your car, your clothes, your bags, your shoes. Nothing. If tonight you will die, I'm glad I'm not a prophet. <laughs> Are you ready for it? I told my wife the other day, "Napagnumatay ako to ka," I, because that's that's what I'm. One of the things I, I dream about. Death excites me. Lamang kasi yung takot, yung walang panginoon. Of course, I have hesitations, I have family, and, and I have four kids, and I have a family and four kids. But, yung anak ko anak ng yan, He'll take care of my kids. Now, practically speaking, yes, probably, they will lose a father. At the end of the day, when you know that all of us will leave this body, and we will live for eternity, it should be excitement that keeps us going. And because of that perspective, that we have a new position, new priorities. That we have a different angle of how other people see things. That we have a new perspective. It says right here, for you have and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When you say hidden, the word is to keep you, enveloped you, or wrap you. To that today He is our life now. Everything that you do because you see life for eternity, everything that you do is for Christ. You're not even doing things for yourself or for people. You're, you're doing things for Christ. At the end of the day, this is the only thing that you can bring in heaven. The things done for Christ. So if you're here right now and you're telling me, Pastor, I'm a Christian, and you can't even share the gospel to your friends, we have a problem. The reason why you, you don't want to share the gospel to your friends or family members, you know Why? Because you don't see eternity. pag nakita eternity, that people are dying and are going to hell. But because of your availability, somebody's going to heaven tonight. Somebody's going to heaven tomorrow. Because you made yourself available. I am telling you right now. That's the only possession that you can bring, although you don't possess people. That's the very thing that you can bring to heaven. That you have invited as many people. Use your talent, your skill, and your money for the glory of God. And about two three weeks ago we we're going to israel i will interact with the jews we will have our 10 days mission and uh, we have a team about 12 of us and i'm asking myself why am i doing this there are people that are yet to be evangelized in this country but because god i just can't wait for people to come to know the lord in, in order for me to leave this country and be a blessing to other countries but i want to minister to the jews my heart is burning for these people because that's the only thing that will matter for eternity because now there's nothing to desire for more because no amount of money or career or promotion that will satisfy me. Because when Christ who is your life appears, why? Why Christ is my life? Because you're not living for today. You're not living for the things that you own here. This is the moment that you're living for eternity. This is what Paul is saying. That when you do understand this, it will influence your life. Then you will appear with Him in glory. This is why 2 Corinthians states in chapter 4, verse 17, For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. The life after this life is so glorious that the Word of God even states that we will forget the pains of the past of how glorious we have or how glorious life that Christ has offered. I don't know if you're familiar with this Puritan pastor by the name of Richard Baxter. He said Christians would learn and should learn to live with one eye on Christ crucified and died for you, resurrected from the grave and on the other on His coming glory. You know what? This pastor was advised by his doctors that he will die, eventually, because there are a lot of sicknesses that he suffer from that are unexplained. During his time, there was no pain reliever yet. Walapang dolphinal, right? Wala pang alaksan, fr. You remember? Know I mean, huh? You familiar know I mean with alaksan fr? He would meditate for thirty minutes every single day the heaven that the Bible describes. That he would meditate on the future, that someday all of these pains will end. This is temporary, just like what my wife said, temporary, because we will receive our salary. You remember my story? This is temporary for Richard Baxter. So what kept him alive was meditating on heaven. What heaven is like, based on what? The word of God states. In fact, in one of his books, he quoted from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, As we look not to the things that are sin, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient. But the things that are unseen are eternal. This is just transient. And I want to tell you a story that when I moved here roughly about 18 months ago, there are things that I give away. Why? Because I'm not staying. I'm not staying in Baqal, I'm moving here. It was easy for me to decide. Because there is a bigger world out there. The greatest example of somebody who did not give up is the person that we worship, we idolize, is the Lord Jesus Christ. That my question how can this man endure as a human being? the blows and the pains and the agony of carrying that cross if it was not his fault and he's doing it for someone else how many of you here, you want that you want that to be part of your hobby yung kasalanan iba, you'll volunteer ako na. Dakilang do you understand you want to start an, an organization or a business yung diba? okay makasalanan ako 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 na ako na you can really ng a sa the Christ did it for us. But if you take a closer look, the answer is in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. It says right here, Look into Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set, fixed, set before Him endured the cross. It means to focus on something to the exclusion of everything else. What? kept him alive was your face. What kept him alive that you would be resurrected from the grave and someday appear in glory? What kept him moving forward was not any form of meditation. No, it was you. It was his love for you. Because he knows that we are citizens of heaven. And our citizenship is in heaven. And from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body. I'm giving you five seconds. Meditate right now, your glorious body. <laughs> No mag-advance. No, no. no. That, is, that is the promise. But the power that enables Him even to subject all things to Himself. That we look beyond our lifetime. We look beyond what we have in this planet. For our eternal destiny will determine how we live each day. Every single day is anchored to our eternal destiny. Thus, your life will change. Thus, everything that you do is always in the light of what the future destiny holds for you. Developing a heavenly mindset. One, the things on God and His kingdom is very, very, very important to us. This is why the enemy, the devil, Satan is always attacking the believer's mind and thoughts. He wants us to live like the world, instead of thinking like a citizen of heaven, waiting for the coming of the king. My question with you right now, do you see your life beyond this life? That death is not the end. It is the beginning. That we will appear in glory with the Lord Jesus Christ and every single day as you meditate. That we don't and we should not attach ourselves to the things below but we think of the things above. Everything in this life is temporary. You will have life after this life can we just bow our heads and close our eyes Heavenly Father for giving us the opportunity to see beyond our lifetime so if you're here right now you're surprised with this message and you're saying Pastor I'm glad that you delivered that message I want to be prayed for by leaders and ushers and people that are leading this ministry because you want God give me excitement that's starting today I will look beyond I want you to raise your hand Raise your hand. Come on now. Don't be shy. If you Raise your hand if you you want to be prayed for. As high as you can. There are, there are people in our prayer team. Can we approach these people that are raising their hands? If they, you are a victory group leader, you are part of our intercessory team. Approach them. We will minister to you. We love you so much. Can you stand on your feet right now if you're raising your hand? If you're raising your hand, stand on your feet right now. Yeah if there's no one praying for you probably the person beside you can lay his hand can we just approach them right now we'll pray for them Lord thank you that you will affirm all of them can we approach them if they're if they're raising their hands just raise your hand Lord I pray for these people thank you Lord God that you're working in their lives you're working in their hearts that this life goes beyond continue to pray for them Can we all raise our hands across the room? Lord, thank you that as we stretch our arms, we're saying, God, stretch our arms right now and say, God, I welcome. I welcome eternal destiny. That this life will not be my priority. Eternity is my priority. You can put down your hands. I pray that you secure all of us, God, because we're hidden in you. As we bow our heads and close our uh, our eyes, I, I want to invite people right now. If you're saying, Pastor, I want eternal security, that when I die, I know I'm going to heaven, and I have a good news for you. Going to heaven is a free gift. po ng panginoon. And hat ng sandlibutan is welcome. Ina-akay ng Panginoon siya sa puso nila. So if you're here right now, you want to follow Christ. Gusto mo ng bagong panimula, You want to follow Christ and you want to hand your life over to God and you want to be guaranteed that when you die, you are going to heaven. I want you to pray and repeat this prayer after me. If you want God, if I die, I want to go to heaven. Pray this prayer after me. Say this after me. Jesus, say this after me. Jesus, I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. I want to follow you for the rest of my life. I repent from all known sins. And Jesus, I want to start all over again.